Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. I'm Isaac. And welcome back to essentially the first episode of the year. I hope all of you had a good New Year's Eve, a good new start, new new start to the new year, a good new start to the new year. Um, I feel like New Year's. We've talked about it in a couple episodes before, but it's always a weird holiday for me because there's a little bit of FOMO that comes with it especially since I spend it at home. So I'm always with my parents and you see people at events, parties, raves, whatever it might be, spending it with friends and such. And so um, as I like, as we all enter our 20s, I wonder when's going to be the last new year that I spend with my family and not alone, which I feel is a very big step into being independent, I suppose. I got that. I did feel FOMO, but also I don't have much time with my family to begin with because of college and everything Mm. um but i had been hit i've been slapped in the face with reality (laughs) the other day when my mom told me that you know i have older parents and i've always known that they were older than most but i never made it a priority to know their ages which It's a bit odd, but also it was just me not wanting to burden myself because then I start thinking about time and how much little time I have left. Well, my mom told me that my dad was turning 60 and I was not aware of that. I thought he was, you know, early 50s and my mom was maybe late 40s. But no, my mom's turning 50. My dad is turning 60. And... That just, my heart sank when I heard that because I just thought I had a lot more time with them. Um, Not to say that, you know, 60 is, or 50 is old, but that means they're not going to be around when I'm a lot older. And so I talked about this with Kayla, and then we talked about this for like an hour where when do you prioritize your own life and when do you try and make the most with your parents? And I'll let Kayla take it away from there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just, and even seeing it in your parents' faces and their bodies and their mannerisms, you just realize that they're becoming older. <laughs> it's so sad because you can't do anything to stop it obviously um and i remember during new year's eve too my dad was like he said something along the lines of like another year lost but another year gained and i was like oh (laughs) i was i was just it surprised me because he doesn't really say those things so i was like oh no (laughs) like why'd you have to say that (laughs) um but i just i really try to savor as much time as i can with them but it's really hard when they're working all the time and the days that they do have off, they don't want to be going out and about. They just want to stay home and rest, which I understand, but it's just hard because you want to go out of your way to do elaborate things for them, plan trips and this and that, but they don't want to do it themselves. So I just feel sort of stuck in a loop really. And, so far, I just find myself 
appreciating just the time I have at home, whether it's just me being in the same living room as my mom and she's doing her thing and I'm doing mine and that's it. It doesn't have to be something super big, but it just makes me sad because I wish I can do more for them. But It's frustrating when they themselves don't want to do more for themselves yeah. or see more, explore more, try new things. Yeah, exactly. And as you get older, too, it's harder to do those things, especially if you have health complications, which is the case with my parents. They have they have some more complicated issues, so it's harder for them to, you know, be out of the country longer or be doing this and that. So it's just sad. It is. <laughs> you know, it's I can't. It's one of those things that I can't place a burden just on myself because I, mean, I just can't do that or else I would drop out of college and just <laughs> be at home with them all the time and try to take care of them when you know it doesn't really serve either person it's so difficult because i guess i did experience a little bit of that or it's something i was thinking about this past couple of days funny enough Mm -hmm. um which is i was thinking about all the times that my mom has offered to go and do something and like i didn't want to and so and she's like, let's go on a hike or let's go do this or let's go dance or let's go walk or let's, you know, all these like small little random activities that I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. But then I realized, damn, there's going to be a day where I like wish I could go on a hike with my mom, but I know I won't be able to because she's like older and more tired and can't do that. And so that did make me really sad and it did make me feel like I should be more appreciative and push myself to do all these small little things that in the moment mm-hmm. seem very uneventful but you'll look back on because you just end up missing everything that you once said no to you just feel so much guilt when you aren't with them i remember feeling that when we went to big bear for a day because my mom the night before she asked if i wanted to do anything tomorrow but i had already made plans with you guys so i couldn't spend the day with her and that just that's just a reoccurring problem where I don't know how to, I don't even know if there's a way to fix it. It's just me having to allocate my time um, wisely, but it goes the same. It's the same thing when it comes to like careers and my goals. Like Kayla and I, we want to move to New York after we graduate and if we do that we obviously can't see our parents that often maybe once or twice a year yeah and I think just sort of realizing that and actually taking it in makes me second guess my decisions that I was once so set on um but I just don't know which option is I guess quote-unquote worth it or yeah, I don't really know. And I don't know why I torment myself with these ideas, but I, so I'll i think about the fact that when I'm in my 20s, my parents are going to be the certain age and they need somebody to take care of them. And it can't always be one sibling, you know, we all have to take turns. And so I just think of that and the fact that, you know, they're getting older. I want to spend more time with them and Also, another aspect that Thomas and I were talking about was how once our parents pass, oh my God, that's so sad, (laughs) like to say it out loud, but once they do pass, you're sort of just left with unanswered questions 
about yourself, them, the relationship you guys had, and there's nowhere to go for answers. And I would want to try to find those answers as they're still living, but it's hard when you just can't have those conversations. Yeah, when you've never had that relationship before. Exactly. How do you just make it appear? Exactly. And I want to so badly because especially your parents have a health scare and you realize, oh my God, like I I need to ask him this and this and this. But it's just so hard to. Because sometimes you just can't, you know. it's mm-hmm. There's so many barriers and underlying complications yeah. to it. We just always forget our parents had a past before us. Yeah, right. Like they had a life and exactly. they had goals and they wanted to do this and that. But yeah, I I want to know more about my parents, but it's just, it's awkward. It's, <laughs> it's awkward. And I don't have the time. So like, it, it's not, I don't know. It's not so much more about time, but it's just, do they want to let me know about those things? Because I don't want them to pass on and then i sort of just think did i really know my parents because if i like if i find out that i don't really know them well that's just something i'm gonna have to live with and that's really it but there was this weird or not weird actually at all it was this phrase that i saw that i i feel like really shifted my perspective um which was that just because your parents didn't break every generational trauma doesn't mean they didn't break some of it. And I think that was really interesting because it, I don't know, I had never thought about it like that, that sometimes I see traits in parents or in mine that, you know, I'm like, I don't agree with that. But then, and, and it's not like I ever turn it into resentment or anything like that. But it's nice to humanize them in that way and to think about all the different ways and all the things they changed growing up. And those are the kinds of questions that I think is interesting to ask them, especially if you have older parents, is what kind of parent did you want to be? You know, like when you were younger, did you ever think about how you wanted to treat your children? Did you ever have goals for yourself? Was there an expectation you had set towards parenthood? And all those types of questions, I think, would be really nice to get an answer to, especially if you're not close with your parents. Sometimes my parents do things or they say things or I'm reminded of certain things that have happened. And I just get a sudden just wave of resentment. But I feel guilty holding it because it seems like one sided resentment because they don't fully recognize the wrongdoings that they did or if they do they just don't say anything about it so how am I supposed to know but I'm sort of forced to just let it go Mm. and that causes problems also because it's like who who am I putting first here you know so that's another there's an interesting point with like your parents it's I I think it's hard to put yourself first because you do feel that pressure to forgive them mm-hmm. no matter what. And I think I'd be willing to do that. But at the same time, I don't think I'll ever truly know because it's not like I have like a terrible relationship with my mom. So I'm curious if you guys think 
there is a point where you won't be able to forgive your parents for whatever it is, or if you're always going to be searching for that forgiveness. I don't think I, I don't think I would because as long as I could talk it out with them and, you know, my mom's pretty understanding and I feel like she would explain why she did or said something. If she ever explains herself and it's something that I can't fathom, then yeah, but I don't think I would. I think I would always forgive them. Hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're my parents and I have not had the healthiest relationship with them, especially when I was in middle school and majority of high school. Um, You know, my parents weren't very accepting of a lot of things and they didn't really believe in mental health. And I have every right to be resentful of them for what they did and how they treated me and how unloved I felt by them at that point in my life. But even despite all of that, I I think I, I've been lucky enough for them to change for the better. And they've shown me that they're making the effort. So that's been really nice. But let's say they weren't making the effort. I don't know. I feel that if I didn't see change or progress, I would continue to resent them. I think I, think I would always forgive them. Just because I'm also the type of person where I, now I am where I just can't seem to hold a grudge for too long because, and then I just become an angry person. So I think I would just have to let whatever they did go. And, you know, the problems with my parents now, they aren't like super bad or severe, but whatever does reach that point, I think I would just forgive them because... I don't know. I just don't want to fight with them anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm getting older. They're getting older. And it's just not worth it. And that's the thing that comes with appreciating your parents versus putting yourself first. Because in that scenario, putting yourself first would mean not necessarily forgiving them. And uh, maybe not even holding a grudge either, but just distancing yourself from them. But it seems like we all gravitate towards appreciating them because we feel like we'll miss that if we don't do that. Um, so I don't know how to balance the, the whole like putting yourself first. I, you know, I, I have this weird. I think I could understand what you're all saying to some extent because At times, I, the way that my life is right now is I, if I, if I look back now, um, for the past like two years, I think I am making more money than my mom, um, which is weird because I see how much she stretches every dollar to like put food on the table and a roof over our heads and so sometimes i wonder well what am i doing with this money that i have um and i think well should i be giving her like every dollar that i earn that i'm not using and help her even more 
And I've come to realize I've had to find a fine balance between prioritizing myself and my ambitions and the things that I need to pursue while also doing my best to help her, us, and our financial situation. Um, but it's, there is a little bit of guilt because I see the way that other sons are like, I gave every penny to my mom to like help her. Um, but I don't do that because I think that would only grow some resentment in me. And so I think there, I, I have, I, I almost like it's, it almost is like a, a promise to myself that it's like an appreciation for my mom for being able to work so hard because I think it takes her sacrifice in order to lift me up to get to a point where I can eventually completely help her without her having to struggle so much. And so that's one point in like the whole prioritizing yourself versus letting your own needs and wants go for the sake of your parents, I guess. Girl, I feel I've experienced this like my whole life because um um my family's older so or my parents are older so I have older siblings as well. And um growing up my siblings were obviously like way older than me like almost like 15 year to 20 gap and they, of course they would support my family. And I think they're the definition of giving everything for your family like you said. They wouldn't really prioritize their own ambitions. Like, they went to college, but they didn't finish. They just focused on working and working to support us. And it just kind of sucks because I just feel like, where could they have been if they prioritized themselves instead of the family? Like, of course, I'm incredibly grateful that they helped, like, me and my sister grow and everything. But it's just kind of sad to hear um, all their ambitions just went away because they wanted to support the family. Exactly. It's really sad. And I don't think it... To me, it, it it I didn't I never did that the whole like fully support your family with every penny because it just it didn't make sense to me because yeah. a lot of the opportunities that I've had and a lot of the success has had is because I was able to like take my own money that I made and like put it towards trying to make more and risking it while I had the support of my mom mm -hmm. and so that's why I say like she has been the biggest reason for my success is because she allowed me to take a lot of risks that I wouldn't have been able to if I had just had the mentality of put everything towards like just paying for rent and making it a little easier and less stressful. Mm -hmm. So it sounds harsh, but I think in that when you look at it in a long term, it makes the sacrifice um, a lot more not necessarily worth it but there's i feel like there's a bigger chance of getting out of it yeah it makes sense because like just fully supporting you know it's it's not a long-term solution eventually like you're all going to be in the same place might mm -hmm. as well have like one child um break the cycle mm -hmm. and just fully support after they've made it you know yeah yeah a lot of this just comes down to money because yeah if, if yeah, we had it i wouldn't have to worry about trying to work so hard to make their life more comfortable and I wouldn't have to worry about, like, how am I going to pay for a flight if they want to go to Mexico or something? It's just they would they wouldn't even have to work also. And that could honestly give them a few years of life even. And so it's just just goes out to money. Yeah. Just, money can buy you time. If you really, really think about can. it. It really can. Like so much. Yeah. I don't know why why I am. A lot of people are in a rush to do things like moving out. Um, 
which I never understood, of course, excluding abusive living situations or toxic living situations. But if you have a good relationship with your parents, I don't think there's a big rush to move out, even though a lot of young adults feel that, um, which is why I've never really been in a rush to permanently move out. Um, because I honestly think I would love to just live with my family for the rest of my life. Like, I wouldn't mind that if I like if I buy like a big enough house or like a place next to each other, I would be okay with that. Um, I just think it's kind of hard to start your life when you're not on your own. Like, if you're always living at your parents' house, it just kind of feels like you're stuck. I mean, I know that's not always the case, but I know that would be the case for me. And that's why I would like to move out on my own eventually, maybe not immediately after I graduate, but hopefully before I reach 30, I would like to move out to New York and start my adulthood and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the other thing about like starting adulthood and starting your own life is I, I think it comes down to just your own personality, your own complacency, because, of course, living with parents makes it easier to not feel the need to take care of yourself as much. Um, and so it's I, I really try hard not to avoid to avoid that pitfall of not growing my independence just because I live with my parents. Um which I think has allowed me to be able to enjoy this time that I am with them and not feel like that feeling of stuck or I need to start somewhere. Um, I I think there's a lot of value in it, though, in experiencing like being on your own. Which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. Like, I honestly think it's not necessary to be like a healthy, functioning human. I think being alone and doing it alone is overrated. But yeah, I do see the value of it because it does work for some I mean, people. Yeah, it depends on your goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean even moving out now like when we went to college and we live in la it's not a far drive but it still takes away time and i i don't think i fully recognized that when i did decide to move out to la and i don't regret it if anything i would keep doing it obviously because it does give me healthy space and in between but but it's not too much space yeah it's not too much space where it's like inconvenient um but yeah i sometimes the first time i moved out and i went back home to visit like actually visit and talk and everything i sort of just realized their mannerisms again and just their faces and the little differences and it's just, it's a weird thing to see, but I mean, we all change, you know? Mm -hmm. Wait, I think I feel, I think I get what you mean by that. It's almost like they're slightly different. They are. It's like in the tiniest ways, but you see it for the first time. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Because you just get to learn more about them and for better, for worse. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Isaac, you live in Berkeley, so how's yeah. that for you? Like, for you guys, it's not too inconvenient because you're pretty close. That's why I wanted to share, like, my side. Well, Berkeley's one thing, but, I mean, like, studying, like, abroad. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you guys said New York, which is really far. It's, like, on the other side of the U.S. So it kind of feels like you're studying abroad. 
but it's really far away, so you can't really come back to visit. And so, um, like you tell us, like my dad's older; he's also turning like sixty next year. And so, um, he already lives in Mexico, so it's completely different from them, like someone just living in the U.S. because it's another country as well. So I'm like two countries away, you know. And so when I was in London, like it was just scary because like he had like a health scare, and it's just kind of sad because I can't really do anything about it because if I go back to U.S., I still have to go to Mexico. So you have to go through like two countries. So it's just so scary because living far away, if you're like your family has a health scare, especially if they're older, it's just all that time you could have spent with them is just gone. And that's yeah. why it's just studying abroad is good, but I just feel like completely like living really far away is just I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I was gonna ask, did you feel guilty when you were studying abroad? I did feel guilty. Yeah, I, dude, I've never missed my mom so much from when I was living abroad. I just. I almost cry. I would. I would actually cry when I called her on the phone. I would. Just, it's just. I think I became more emotional during that whole experience, and just live my parents a lot more in my family because spending like a lot of time away from them just it really gets to you. But yeah, I felt guilty not spending time with them, not helping them like during like during such hard times. It just really hit me. I just wish I could stay home, but at the same time, I'm having a whole new experience abroad, which is just as important for me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, those health scares really get to you. They get you. Those health scares. <laughs> they're just. Oh, oh my, yeah, literally, my mom had a health scare this year too. It's for the first so time. Scary. It's scary. Which it's really is, scary. That's oh a that's God. like a small little wake up call for mortality. When those for health scares sure. starts like becoming a little more frequent or it happens for the first time, you're like, mm. oh. It's mm. kind of surreal. Like you can't believe it's happening in the moment. Yeah, and you just you don't know where it's gonna end up yeah you don't know if like this is like the time like it all kind of like falls apart or if it's just another time you go through it that anxiety is really scary um yeah i don't know i think the most we can do is just appreciate every little moment um i I never feel like i appreciate it enough i never really do i'm always like i should have spent more time with them or i should have made more plans um so it's like a never i don't know if i'll ever if i'll ever really like feel like okay like that was enough you know so that's annoying it's hard because i want that and she wants that but life gets in the way and work gets in the way so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and it's, it's hard especially because we come from working parents because there's a lot of now that we're both free and it's my rest day now I have to get, use this time to clean the house so I can't go out. Or now I have yeah. to use this time to run errands that I don't get to do otherwise. Or what if I want to take care of myself? And it's like, well, now it's, you know, there's not enough time a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's so scary. They still have so much to experience of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that, I don't know, they're getting to this age and I just want them to be able to have everything they could ever have wished for. Yeah. So hopefully I can give it to them in this next year and the following years. This is random, but sometimes I think about too, when I have children, I wonder if my parents are still like, Mm. are they 
they gonna be around i'm glad or, i'm, I'm so glad exactly you brought that I up think. because or, i <laughs> i worry about the same thing yeah. i want yeah. my parents to be able to meet you know my children and they can be grandparents and i'm worried and i and i worry that you know me and my siblings aren't gonna do that in time mm -hmm. but also what can you really do about that it's yeah you can't like, have a child so early yeah. just so that they can you know see their grandchildren yeah. <laughs> no that's exactly <laughs> the plan yeah. so sometimes that, that fear is just so strong that i would be willing to just do it just just so that yeah. that could be a reality yeah yeah, yeah, Thomas, I feel your situation because some people have, like, siblings who already have, like, kids. Mm -hmm. So your parents become grandkids. But, like, if you and your siblings don't have kids and, like, your parents haven't even been grandparents yet, it's kind of sad. Thankfully, my parents have yeah. seen, you know, my oldest sister That's good. have kids. But That's good. it's not the same. It's not me. It's not you. It's not <laughs> yeah. your kids. It's not the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it's just so weird because... Okay, this might not be as weird as I think it is. Or it's not as weird as you guys might think, but I thought it was so weird that my parents won't see me old. Like, it's just, they're not going to see me at, like, 50. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. just weird. <laughs> and also, like, what are you supposed to do once they're gone? What now? You know, it's <laughs> they've been there. Yeah. For so long. So it's just, it's so crazy. There's no one that knows you like that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Or that has loved you in that way. Because yeah. nobody loves you like your parents love you. And so it's just so crazy. That's something I can't get over. Yeah. I know. Just because I can never get gone, over. That's, I can't even think that. Yeah. Like you can't go and see them anymore. Like they're gone. No. Let's not. I know, right? I'm like, oh, my <laughs> no, mom's at no. home. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys ever feel like you're the only sibling who worries about this? Yes. Because I do. And I know I'm the only one who worries about this because my brothers are out doing their own thing, not a care in the world, probably didn't even wish them a happy New Year's, but I was quick with it. I, I just always put them first, and it feels like I'm always the only one putting them first at times. I agree. I think they don't think about my parents' mortality in the same way I do. And that might be because I overthink it or I just think too much about it, maybe to a fault. Um, but yeah, and sometimes I feel isolated because I feel like I'm the one to carry this burden and they just don't recognize it in the same way. Yeah. And so... And obviously now they're more in a position to take care of my parents than myself because they're more, they're older. So they have their life more together. But sometimes I'm just, it bothers me. And if I do bring it up, they're like, what are you talking about? Or like, they're just so not dramatic. as sentimental as we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, they don't see sad. the value in just going to the grocery store with them. Like, Exactly. my little brother he will always refuse no i don't want to go i don't want to go and i'm just like just go like just one time mm -hmm. uh. and it's in the little things too like if your parents invite you to go out to the swap meet just because you guys used to do it when <laughs> always say yes always no. <laughs> the swap meet <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. So just like saying yes to things that you might think are boring or like, I don't want to go there, but. You'll have so many other chances to stay at home or hang out with your friends. Exactly. But the time with your parents is not going to be a forever thing. So I think that's a good way to end the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, There's no video for this episode, so you couldn't see our tears. (laughs) We didn't want to show you them. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't know. Yeah, go I, give your parents a hug right now. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. and that's another thing that I'm trying to break. Oh, yeah. I just want to start giving my dad specifically hugs because I don't do it. My siblings don't do it. My mom doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So who's giving the Who man hugs? It? Yeah. Who's, <laughs> who's yeah, gonna it? it's gonna have to be me. <laughs> um. Which is annoying, but you have to do it. Yeah. I did with my mom once. It was weird for me to hug my mom at one point, but now I hug her too much. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes That's with nice my dad. Hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to build that habit because I always hug my mom goodbye and I'm like, okay, me too. bye dad. And I just leave. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to hug him too. That's sweet. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye